Hey guys, welcome to I Hope They Hear This. And today, I hope that my wife hears this. So today's episode is directed toward my wife. But even if you're not my wife, feel free to listen. Because in, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, um, I decided to just kind of brag on my wife a little bit. Because she is without a doubt the coolest and awesomest person I know. And I just feel like not enough people know about this. So using this podcast, I am going to spread the knowledge of how, as a matter of fact, my how awesome my wife is. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, even if you are not my wife, I welcome you uh, to join in on the listening and just to be educated about the the coolest person in the world. So the first thing about my wife that I think is really awesome is how much of a go-getter she is. So um, personality-wise, she is definitely on the more introverted and shy side. But if she wants something that she can do like by herself, she just goes, goes out and does it. So just to give you an example, um, I don't really know how to do a lot of woodwork, right? Carpentry stuff. But when my wife decided that she wanted a specific type of uh, shelf for our, our shoes, when we first moved into the house together, she literally just went out to Home Depot, bought wood, brought it home, and started putting it together. It blew my mind because the closest thing to that I've ever done in my life is getting you know, unassembled parts from Ikea and putting it together. But like she was just making something from just a pile of scrap wood. Well, I guess it wasn't scrap wood, but like it just, it's just a pile of wood and she turned it into a thing that was useful. And I don't really personally know a lot of people who can do that, especially when they're not trained to do it. Um, So my wife she is the master of learning how to do something on YouTube or online somewhere. And she'll go out, um, look up whatever she needs to look up. Um, she'll, she'll watch a few videos and she'll say, okay, I can do that. And she just does it. And it, it really is just awesome to see that. Because I, for sure, I cannot do something like that. If I have instructions, like clear cut, this is exactly how to do it. And these are the parts you'll need kind of instructions, you know, like Lego. And like I said, like Ikea, I can do that. But like she'll like she'll watch something and she'll be like, oh, yeah, I like I like this part of the shelf that they made. But I like I, I want to change it up a little bit. And she'll like she'll be able to do it. She'll adjust, make adjustments and she'll she'll change it. Uh, another awesome thing she made is in our backyard. So we live in a townhome, so we don't really have a lot of backyard space. And one day she said she was having her Bible study students over to do pumpkin carving. This was around uh, Halloween. And she said, well, there's really nowhere to sit out there. We don't have any chairs. My first instinct was to say, all right, let's go out and buy some lawn chairs, right? Some some chairs are like a picnic bench kind of thing because they're usually not super expensive. Um, but my wife, 
she thought about it and she goes, you know what? I'm going to make a picnic table convertible set. Actually, I don't even know if that's a a picnic a, a bench slash picnic table convertible thing because of, <laughs> the name doesn't really it's, it's I don't there's not like a name for it again because she she made it right so but um, to describe to you what it is um, imagine a just wooden bench right like a long wooden bench with a backrest and she built that out of just with wood and screws and she built it in a way that the back part the backrest you can like turn it up upward so imagine the backrest and you can like it's on like a swivel thing so you can turn it upward and lock it in and imagine two of those right and you have them facing each other and when you put it together like that it's it's one of those park benches like a table and uh, a row a seating a row of seating on each side and i've never seen anything like that in my life but she just made it because she said she wanted it and it wasn't really it's not really something you can go out and buy because i don't think they sell that at target or like home depot or anything like that and so she said this is what i need i i want to be able to use it as a, a bench when you know people want to sit around the fire pit but when we do stuff like you know eating out there or doing you know the par- pumpkin carving i want to have a table and i want i don't want to have a bunch of stuff on the side that we're not using so i want to be most efficient with the stuff that we have so this is the solution and and she just made it and this happened like a year ago but i still it still blows my mind i go out there a lot because i like um doing using the fire pit and burning wood and so every time i sit on it i it's it to this day it still amazes me that man my wife just made this and not, not only that so that that's like the beginning of it but she decided that on weekends she wanted to go out and um, sell bubble tea. Shout outs to Soft Tea, the company that my wife made. Um, and she, like, she didn't have anything, right? She didn't have any experience selling bubble tea or making bubble tea or or any of that. But she just decided I'm gonna do it. She wanted to do it, and so again with just a random pile of wood. She built this cart. Um, if you want to check it out, go to softyatlanta.com. Actually, let me look at that. Uh, sorry about that. Actually, the, the at the time of this recording, um, the website is not up. Um, but if you go follow softy, that's S-O-F-T-E-A dot A-T-L at, um, on Instagram, and you look at some of the pictures of, of the cart. She literally built that by hand. Like there's like a sink back there. There's like an electronic pump that brings up water. And she she just said, I'm going to do this. And she so she built it. And then, again, going through YouTube and all these kind of things, she went online. She bought a bunch of samples of tea she, and, and, and boba. And she take the best of what she sampled and she made like bubble tea. So she literally from the ground up made a bubble tea brand and reached out to random people uh, like 
at first it was community markets and she went out and on, on the weekends so as like a side hustle to sell bubble tea and it's grown to a point now where people are coming to us for like catering or i guess not us because i don't really do anything but um to my wife to uh, ask for like catering um and like to do pop-ups at their stores and things like that so it's it's gotten pretty recognized it's gotten to a point where it's um pretty locally famous i would say um it's a brand that local people here in atlanta um if you're kind of into bubble tea at least have heard of and again it's something that she kind of single-handedly just built up from the ground and well shout outs to um my wife's sister my sister-in-law yudi because she she does do a heck of a job doing all the marketing and all that social media marketing but yeah they so like it it really blows my mind i know i'm using that a lot because and it's sounding redundant and repetitive but you have to understand that i'm describing it the best i can but it, it blows my mind the fact that my wife can have the discipline and has the discipline to to just see things through and say i want it so i'm gonna go get it and that's really what she does she she just sees something that she needs and says Yep, I like that. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it. And I don't really know a lot of people who can do that. Me especially. If I want something, I look around and see and look for the easiest way to obtain it. And if if the level of ease goes beyond a very low threshold, I just give up. Um, so, yeah, that's she she is really just amazing in, in that regard and in, in the ability to create things and go after things that she wants and she like sees it through to fruition so the second reason why my wife is awesome is because she's like thoughtful beyond comprehension like uh just to give you a small example um well we don't really fight anymore ever since we got married i think we're at a point where our personalities are pretty compatible and we know each other well enough to make compromises so we don't i mean we have disagreements from time to time but it never really escalates to a fight but you know when we were first dating we, we would fight here and there and she would after certain fights she would just kind of like the next time we meet she would just come with like a bag of candy that i really like and it's really thoughtful because I didn't ask her for it. And I, in fact, didn't even know that she knew that these were the candies that I liked. But, like, just from observation, she, like, seeing that, like, when we eat candy, these are the candies that I picked. Like, she just kind of learned that these are my favorites. And she was spot on. It was, like, all the stuff that I like. And w with, without any sort of, you know, provocation, uh... I don't know if that's the word, any sort of like, I want it kind of thing from me. She just, yeah, she went out and bought it and it was kind of her peace offering. So like she even, she's not one of those people who need to verbally, you know, I guess display her thoughtfulness. She, she does it through her, through her actions kind of in the background. Um, it just, she's really just thinking 
a lot and considering me in, in just a lot of different ways. And one big display of this that I saw recently was in Korea. And um, she doesn't know that I know this. So surely if you're listening, you know now. But um, in Korea, in October, uh, me, my wife, my mom and my dad, we all went to uh, my brother's place in Korea because my niece, my brother's daughter, it was her first birthday. And in Korea, it's a, we call it Dojanchi. And it's like a very big thing. Um, we invite a lot of people. It's almost, it's actually almost like a small wedding. Um, the amount of thought and planning that goes into it, it's, it's pretty big. And so, yeah, we went there and um, we, and just, just to give you a little uh, background of, on me, I grew up in America. I don't really speak Korean 100% fluently. And the only blood relatives that I have in America with me is my mom and my dad. Literally everyone else that I'm related to by blood lives in Korea. And, and that, including my brother who grew up with me in America, but he moved to Korea to, to work. And so um, I always grew up like, longing for like, familial community because um, I, I never really had that. And... I like I've expressed this to my wife before I've told her about it and she knows that I really like hanging out with my cousins because it's like a at most once a year kind of thing and so naturally I thought that um, after the Torjanchi would be the time that we would all hang out but a few days into Korea like just like seeing one or two cousins here and there like the feel that I got was oh man, everyone's so busy. Everyone's so busy doing their own thing. They're all grown. They have their own lives. Like a lot of them, like they have kids. A lot of them have kids. So I, at that point, like, like before the actual Tojanchi, I kind of gave up on my hopes of hanging out with my, my cousins. And I remember telling my wife that saying, yeah, I don't think we're going to hang out um, with my cousins this year. It looks like everyone's kind of busy. And Shirley was like, my, Shirley, my wife, was like, oh, okay. And the day of the tour, then she comes. And somehow, like, I, I wasn't expecting anything, but everyone decided to come to my brother's house afterwards to all hang out. And it was a really fun, great time. We all hung out. We, we ate dinner together. And it was really great. And to me, it was like, oh, what a nice, happy accident or a nice, happy surprise. Right. Um, like everyone just had time, I guess. And um, two days later after that, uh, it was almost I think it was like a few days right before we came back to America. Um, we were going to eat lunch with my mom's sister. And so we took two cars in one car. It was Shirley, my brother, uh, my sister-in-law and my niece. And it was in the other car. It was me my mom, my aunt, and my cousin, my aunt's son. And in the car ride, my mom was talking to her sister, saying, yeah, like, Shirley's a really good girl. She's really pretty. She's really nice. She's really thoughtful. And right when she said that, she turned to me and said, oh, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but... And she explains that she explained to me that uh, right before the Torjanchi, 
surely went to my mom and said, hey, do you think we're going to be you know, hanging out with all the cousins afterwards? And my mom was like, oh, I don't really know. And Shirley apparently told her, yeah, I think David really wants to have uh, time to like hang out with them. It would be great if he could make that happen. And so my mom, after the tour, she like, she was the one who orchestrated it and, and, and got everyone to come to my brother's house afterwards. And my wife never told me this. My, my wife never told me that she did this. And I think she wanted to like keep it a secret because she thought that like, cause you know, I put up a tough front sometimes saying like, Oh, I don't really care. Like, and maybe she thought that I would say, Oh yeah, don't do that. You know, just let them let, let the cousins go. They're busy. But so, so like she secretly kind of went to my mom and asked, asked her to uh, kind of help her orchestrate this night. And, yeah, she, to this day, it's, I mean, this was October that this happened. And to this day, she hasn't made a peep about it, right? So her level of thoughtfulness is as long as, like, the thing that I want happens, she doesn't care if she doesn't get credit for it, right? So, like, if my mom hadn't told me about it, I would have never known. And, yeah, like, the first, honestly, in the car ride when my mom told me that, I almost teared up. I I didn't cry because I I like held it back in, you know. Because as a man, <laughs> I know you're not supposed to cry. But I'm like, yeah, I almost I was like tearing up, and yeah, it was it was just another one of it wasn't a moment of wow, Shirley's so thoughtful, but it was just reinforcement of that idea. Oh man, see, yeah, I knew this is her thoughtfulness. Like this is just another example of how thoughtful she is. So wife, thank you so much for that. You know now that I knew. <laughs> and yeah, I, I really like every time I get to hang out with my cousins, it's awesome. So thanks for setting that up. And just to kind of throw in random, a lot of random stuff, like my wife, we have a third floor in our um, townhome, which is like, kind of like a loft. And it's just like a big open space. And I thought, man, it'd be really cool if we can do like a projector in here and do like a movie kind of like a movie room kind of thing. And she but then it's like not easy to do. It's not easy to mount a projector to the ceiling because there's like electrical components and a lot of different things that you have to do right. Right. So I know a lot of people hire professionals, but my wife being the awesome person that she is, she goes, oh, I think I can figure it out. And literally, she had no experience doing this, but she she set up the wiring to to make an out, outlet so that we can plug in the projector. She, like, went up into the ceiling to, like, find all the, like, studs so that she can mount the, the projector to, like, an actual wooden... I don't even know what it's called. The, the wooden, like, frame, I guess? And that she like, yeah, she just did it again. It's kind of related to the first thing I talked about. And another thing is, um, like she used to play the electric guitar. I don't know how many. Well, I don't want to be stereotypical. I'm not saying that girls can't play electric guitar, but I'm just saying I personally haven't seen many girls pursue that for whatever reason. I don't know what the reason is, but um. My wife just back in like high school, college, she just said, I want to play the electric guitar. 
And she, so she just kind of learned how to do it. She even played for the praise team at our church for a while. And yeah, it's just, it's just really great seeing someone who is so soft-spoken have such a strong will. Like, it's almost like her life motto is, yeah, like I don't have to talk about it, but I'm going to show you what kind of person I am. Like, that that's that's her like if, and like if you talk to her and and meet her and spend time with her all the things i'm saying like telling you about her right now like you would you would be like oh really this girl like she's she's very soft-spoken like she's like super sweet and she's it doesn't seem like she's like that type of go-getter but like when she wants something like she'll get it, and the the awesome, really great thing about her is, I know a lot of go getters, other go getters in my life who sometimes they compromise, like they'll step on some people's toes or you know or things like that. But my wife never compromises relationally, like no matter how much she wants something, and she can. It'll be much easier for her to get it if she were to, you know, I don't know, compromise on some of those relational things, like make some people mad. She would never take that route, no matter how much more work and effort it will add to her getting the things that she wants. She would never compromise on her, her pretty much her ethics, right? And I, yeah, I really appreciate her about, appreciate that about her because. Like, it doesn't deter her from doing anything either, even though it is a much harder path. And so, yeah, she's just, yeah, all around great person. She's, I'm sure many people will agree with me when I say she is one of the prettiest girls, people out there. Woman, I guess, prettiest woman, girl, prettiest lady. Yeah, to the to the point that people are will probably ask. Wow, David, how did how did you marry someone like her? It's okay. You don't have to. I understand. Like, I am completely aware of that. I understand that she is way out of my league, and I definitely married up. So don't feel awkward about bringing that up around me because I am aware of that. Um, and yeah, so uh, just to wrap it up, this is an episode just praising my wife and letting the world know how great she is and how much I love her and yeah happy valentine's day and if if you have a special someone that in your life that you want to brag on yeah dude go do it um i don't know make a podcast like me do it or like make a blog post or i don't know whatever it is but yeah i think Everyone appreciates recognition and and uh, show of love. <laughs> so, yeah. So thank you, thank you for listening. Um, I'm sorry if today's episode wasn't as uh, fun. Or no, it was great. I don't know. I think it was a great episode. So you probably don't have anything to complain about because. Now you know that someone as awesome as my wife is out there. So, yeah. So, anyways, thank you for listening. And I hope you guys all have a good Valentine's Day.